everybody. Welcome. This is the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. You are on today with myself, Michelle, and then my very, very dear friend, Shannon. Uh, Shannon, I'm going to let you say your last name because I always say it wrong. You chicken. It's La Bruyere. <laughs> you just say it sort of yes, fast. Yes, there you go. La Bruyere. And it's very classy. Yes. I'm Shannon La Bruyere. There you go. Uh, so Shannon is going to share with us her story. Um, she has many parts to her story. I'm sure you're going to recognize um, uh, a little bit of everything as, as you listen. So uh, sit back, relax, listen to Shannon's story. Remember, as you're going through or you're listening, um, try to pinpoint different uh, clues. See if you and, and I see eye to eye when I share the tips at the very end. And then get your pen ready when we get to the end because I'm going to share with you some really good clues for success. All right, so Shannon, thank you so much for being here with us today. I really appreciate you being here. I'm so honored. Thank you for asking me. Yeah. Okay, so uh, tell us a little bit about your story. So where did you come from um, and how did you get here and where is here? All right. Well, uh, where I came from, I was the oldest of six kids, and I was bossy, like many older siblings are, and I was pretty much in charge of my family from the time I was maybe seven or eight years old. My, my dad had a drinking problem. My mom suffered from depression. So from an early age, I just sort of walked around like I owned the world and told people what to do, and I enjoyed that for many, many years. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then realize that not everybody listens to what I have to say like they don't they don't want to do what I tell them um but yeah I I I was I was one of those kids that just was de destined for success it would appear I was an overachiever I did really well in school the teachers loved me but I got really good at hiding the things I didn't know you know I I got mm -hmm. good at not being myself so I I kind of faked it till I, I could make it. And I grew up with this, I grew up this really uh, weird sense of not knowing what was normal. And so mm. when I got a scholarship to go to college, uh, I, I took it and I was pretty excited about it. And then when I, I took some bad advice in college and, and dropped out to go to a, a small little private college that ended up folding, oh, I, no. didn't, I didn't have the courage to ask anybody, uh, could I go back to that scholarship thing? I mean, is that gone? Or And so I ended up, I, and this was a good thing, I got married. I got married okay. as a teenager. I was the day before I turned 20. I got married, and then college seemed like it was totally off of my radar, and I ended up taking the test to get into the United States Postal Service. And that's what I did. I was 24 years old. I started a government job, and it was safe and secure. And you I told got it made. I yes, I've got it made. I can just do this job. I can make good money. I can have a good retirement, and I don't have to think. And my job in the postal service was driving a forklift and lifting oh. heavy things. Unloading trucks with, with mail sacks that weighed 70 pounds. And <laughs> so I did that for a little while and realized, you know, whoa, maybe, maybe there's something else I'd like to do. 
and ended up getting into management. So I spent, up until February of 2019, I spent that as a postal worker, and I worked in public relations and marketing, and I worked with team development, and I had an awesome, awesome career, and it was fantastic until it wasn't. Mm. And that's how I got where I am now, because in April of 2015, it was clear that the post office didn't want my best skills anymore. They wanted me to Mm. do a job that didn't require my best gifts. It didn't allow me to contribute in a way that I felt like was meaningful. And all of the job satisfaction that that I had gotten all those years was evaporated. And my head hurt and my neck hurt. I was having panic attacks. And I realized, you know what? This is not life. This is not living. I need to go do what I love for people who care. And in April of 2015, that's what I did. I set my course. I decided I am leaving this wonderful cruise ship of the Postal Service. It is heading in a direction that I no longer want to go. And I started my plan to become a speaker, a coach, and a trainer. And I've developed a business over the last four and a half years. And now I am no longer with the Postal Service. I am my own what do I say? I, I'm my own employee. I've got the best boss yeah. in the world. And I'm doing exactly what I love for people who want it. And it's amazing. So tell us a little bit more about what you do now. So there's speaker, trainer, coach that, you know, there's lots of people out there kind of saying this is what they do. So mm-hmm. who do you love to help? I love to help people who are going through transitions whether they're personal transitions or their company is going through a transition. And I love equipping them to be able to be successful in the midst of those changes. And what I love about it is that changes change, whether it's the change we've chosen or the change that got foisted on us as we were kicking and screaming and saying, no, I don't want it, (laughs) which is how I ended up making my decision to leave the government agency that I thought was going to take care of me until I was, you know, old and gray. So that's what, that's what really turns me on is being able to equip people with those, those kind of skills so that they don't just apply when you're losing your job or when you've decided to make a career change. I mean, those things help when you, um, you know, change where you live or you become an empty nester or your company's growing. And so you have to change some of the ways you do things. Or you have a, a child going through driver's ed for the first time. <laughs> oh, I, yes. I feel ya. I feel ya. Yes. I feel you, Michelle. So I, I love this. So you really, um, you hone in, you focus on helping people go through a transition process. So what I love yes. about that is that you just shared in your story how many transitions you had. So there was the, mm. you know, going from childhood very, very quickly to adulthood um, and then having this post office job and, you know, realizing that in the post office there was the don't think jobs, just show up body wise, you know, mm-hmm. get the job done. And then you're like, oh, wait a minute, I think I want to do something different. And so then you went into this, you know, whole mm-hmm. other level of that job. Um, but then you had this transition 
where I, I've got to believe that it was a, a little bit of a rough time for you where, when you realized that um, the post office was not necessarily um, using your skills as much as you would prefer. Um, oh, my gosh, and then you a rough that, time. Michelle, it was hideous. <laughs> it was hideous. I bet. I cried every day. Yeah. So so there's all of these transitions that you've had. Um, what do you think was most helpful as you're going from one thing to the next? Um, recognizing what it is, not trying to make it something that it wasn't right so mm -hmm. because for years I loved what I did and when I was unable to do that anymore when the post office said Shannon we don't want you to do that anymore we loved it while you did it but you know what we don't have any room for you you don't get to do that anymore you get to go over here and deal with angry people all day every day when when I finally was able to look at that message and realize yeah they're not kidding I, I, I can't go mm -hmm. back there I can't I can't get back what's gone this it is what it is, you know, respect the now. So when I was finally able to respect this is what it is, then I was able to focus my energy forward and say, all right, yeah. so this is what I'm dealing with. This is the reality of it. I don't have to love it, but I also don't have to hate it. It just is what it is. Nobody so was putting, trying to be mean to me. Putting whatever happened in perspective helped you to then say, okay, if this is what it is, then what do I want? Right. And right. It opened up my ability to choose because yeah. while I was focused on having lost what, what was gone forever uh, and, and I just was putting all of my energy into trying to get them to want me instead of me mm. putting all of my energy into I want me. <laughs> Let's go find some other people who want me. Who else wants this? Right? It, 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 was, it felt so much better to be able to focus on that positive I'm moving forward toward good because there are other places and other arenas that I can contribute and use my gifts and be excited about it. And when I finally realized I get to choose if I go there or not, I can't, I can't make the, the USS Postal Service go there. This is a big ship, and it's heading in a direction that I no longer like. I'm going to have to get off the boat. Yeah. And when I chose to get off the boat and realized I, the world is my oyster, literally, I can do what I want. And making, making the distinction, they get to do what they do. It is what it is. But I also get to do what I do and I'm going that way, so, so exhilarating. Yeah, that's awesome. So tell me a little bit about um, where are you going now? So now you're out on your own. You're doing all of these wonderful things, helping people with transitions. What is, what is a future goal? Well, I've got a couple of them. One of them is to build a community of people who think like I think, but or who believe what I believe, but think different thoughts, right? So, so working with a mastermind community of, of people that, that we can get to know each other and I can facilitate them being able to be resilient in the midst of change. So I'm working on that. That's, mm. that's near and dear to my heart. I am writing a book. Uh, <laughs> I'm writing a book about four principles that allow people to thrive in the midst of change. And the principles apply in every category of life. And 
I learned them in one of the most uh, um, difficult and emotionally challenging times that you can go through, which was when a loved one was being removed from life support. But Mm -hmm. going through that challenge and being able to look back on it and realize, wow, there were there were certain things that served me well that continue to serve me well with every change. So I'm working on a book that's going to share that with people so that they can learn those tools and practice them in the easy changes, right? Practice them in the little ones. Practice them yes. when, you know, right? So that when the big changes come, We've worked, we've worked those muscles, those resiliency muscles. And so that's what I want to do. I want to equip people to build those muscles up so that when the time comes for the big things in life, the, the really important things like losing a loved one or the empty nest, things that really can shake our world, changing, totally changing a career, things that turn our world upside down. If we've practiced when we get to those places, we will be strong, and we will do that with with relative ease and with confidence. And it just really, really stirs my heart to think about having more and more and more people in the world able to do that. Yes, yes, more people who, well, I mean, this, this podcast, right, change your thinking, change yeah. your life. So what I love about your story is that, you know, I can tell throughout this whole life of yours how it's been getting you ready for such a time as this. Mm. I love that. Yeah. And many people, they, they, they they don't make that connection. They say, oh, yeah, I'm doing this for now. Oh, yeah, I'm doing this for now. And and when you can look back and you can start connecting all of the dots, it's almost like it gives mm-hmm. whatever's next a whole lot more meaning and purpose. Oh, I love that, Michelle. It does. It It's sort of we can see the pattern, and so then we can look forward and say, oh, there's a pattern there too. I can't see it yet, but yeah. I'll work in it, just like I worked in the rest. And And what you said is one of my favorite favorite scriptures, that's one of my favorite sentatives, sentiments, that we are where we are for this time. I am uniquely qualified, uniquely equipped, 100% equipped to do the next thing that I am going to do, and I'm going to do it with enthusiasm and with fervor, and it's going to have an impact. And having that confidence it changes everything. It changes everything to realize yeah. I'm not in the wrong place. And as I sat at my kitchen table weeping about when I finally gave up on my postal job and said, you know what? They don't want what I have. They're going in a different direction. It is what it is. When I finally was able, um, I think sometimes, Michelle, we think we're stuck. We think that mm-hmm. we're stuck. And we put a lot of energy into spinning our wheels and I'm stuck, I'm stuck, I'm stuck. And what I realized was that I wasn't stuck. I was holding on. Mm-hmm. And I was holding on to something that didn't exist. It wasn't real. It was gone. And when I realized I could let it go and just free up my hands to reach forward to that thing that I craved, that significance that I wanted, that joy that I knew was out there, Oh my gosh, everything transformed. Everything transformed. Yeah. But it it required awesome. that awareness of 
Yeah, I'm holding on to something that's no longer serving me or anyone else, and I get to choose to let it go and reach forward. And there's a purpose in that. And Oh, my gosh. It's like it feels like a fire was lit. It's amazing. Yeah. So, uh, Shannon, I've, I've got to believe that somebody listening to this podcast today, that somebody is uh, going to want to connect with you after this. So if they wanted to connect with you, how could they go about doing that? Well, they could go to my website, which is shannonlabrugier.com. And okay, you're going to have to spell that. Of... <laughs> oh, geez. Can't you link it in the notes? No, here. It's I can, but you need to spell it for me. <laughs> okay. S-H-A-N-N-O-N-L-A, B as in boy, R-U-Y, E-R-E dot com. So it's shannonlabrugier.com. Um, and an easy way is to go on Facebook and do a search among Michelle's friends. Yes. <laughs> and you can also connect with me on Facebook. Um, an easy way to connect also would be at uh, Shannon Labru. So it's at S-H-A-N-N-O-N-L-A-B-R-U. And that's on Facebook. Uh, Instagram, and I think you can find me like that on Facebook, too. Uh, but that's how you can get in touch with me, that you can find me. You can follow me. Uh, you can tune into my live, Sunday Night Live, Thrive and Change uh, Facebook Live session every Sunday night at 7 p.m. Um, let me see. You can send me an email. <laughs> that's that's a lot of ways number? to connect with you. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. your phone number, your date of birth, your social security number. We'll take right, them all. Right. Yeah. Um, I think so, you should clean that up some for the next podcast. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> for the for people who are listening, if you are just coming out of a transition of some sort in your life, if you are in the middle of a transition of some sort in your life, or you know one is coming, which I hope you catch on that that's probably all of you, uh, that you should, <laughs> you should be connected in some way with Shannon. I promise you um, what she can help you do with your thoughts is amazing. Um, you will never be as empowered during any sort of transition um, without the four pillars that she talks about. So I highly encourage you um, to get connected with her work. So Shannon, thank you so much for, for being here with us today, for sharing a part of who you are, for sharing your story. I really, really appreciate it. Michelle, it is a high honor, and I'm just I'm so excited uh, to get to know some of your listeners uh, and and also to continue our collaboration. This was really wonderful, and I appreciate what you're doing out there in the world and the generosity that you serve with. It's it's inspiring. So thank you. Oh well, thank you. Well, staying in that generous spirit, folks, uh, I hope you have your pen and paper ready because I'm about to give you some clues for success. All right, so the, the two that I just keep coming back to, and they're very interconnected in Shannon's story, the two ideas of desire and decision. So desire, knowing what you truly want. Okay, so if you think about it, you know, when Shannon was telling you about being a kid, she definitely knew what she wanted, right? She was, I'm going to tell you what to do, right? 
Um, and then as she grew and she, she went to the post office, um, she chose it for some safety and security at the beginning um, so it could kind of fit and mold into her life. Um, and then as she stayed with the post office, she chose it because there were opportunities to be had. Um, there were risks to be taken. Um, more opportunities to not only think, but to have a greater impact. So she may have chosen to start at the post office for one reason, but she stayed and continued for a very different desire. And then as she was realizing, hmm, there's something out of harmony here. Um, I'm, I'm wanting to love on people and, and care for people. Um, however, this organization that has been really good to me in the past, they don't see me that way right now in this position. And so I have to choose, am I going to follow the post office's desire for me or my desire for myself? And so she chose that um, desire of her, her own heart and began to put into place a transition plan so that she could intelligently and intentionally jump out on her own. Okay, so you see all of those different desires. Um, they're connected, but yet they kind of add on top of each other throughout Shannon's story. And do you see how decision is so important there? I mean, think about that. Shannon had to take action in multiple times in her life, right? And she she didn't wait until her magical retirement date, right, to be done with the post office, as many people would, right? If you're in a system or an agency that, that has uh, retirement as one of those carrots to keep you in the job, many people stay because, you know, that's a safety thing, right? And Shannon said, hey, listen, I know what I want. But she didn't just quit her job, right? She didn't quit her job because I'm not happy here. She said, how can I do this and do it smart? So she decided on her transition plan. She made it happen. She decided to get resourced. So she, she's a, a member of the John Maxwell team. Um, she's gotten lots of education and training and coaching and mentoring. Um, she's gotten experiential education, um, all kinds of real life experience, right? And after four years, she jumped. And now she has decided, because of her desire to help people, to focus on those pillars of transitions, okay? It's amazing. So you have to know what you want, okay? None of, of this, as far as success, works for anybody until you know what you want, okay? And you have to make a decision and follow through. Many people have made a decision and then they do what we call redeciding over and over and over again. They just keep deciding. No, at some point you actually have to walk out your decision. And then there was uh, this other other item, imagination, right? Um, I think she mentioned it. She said exercising your dreaming muscle, really thinking about what is it that I want. So now listen, you don't have to go out and, and create your own business. That's not what I'm advocating here. But just as, as Shannon shared, okay, let's say you have a transition. So at the time of this recording, many people all around uh, the United States are getting their children ready to go back to school. This is a big transition, no matter which age or grade you're going into. 
what if you could actually make a decision about how you want that transition to go and to walk out that decision? So, for example, maybe you've been the mom that you, you realize the week before school starts, oh, no, school is starting. I probably should do something about this. Hint, hint, wink, wink, nod, nod, which one do you think I am? You're right. The point being, in any transition, you have a choice. And you get to decide how you want to handle that transition, okay? And then the last piece is this idea of what in the personal development realm we call auto-suggestion. So I'm not talking about like listening to tapes that are telling you how wonderful you are, although wouldn't that be great, right? But Shannon really was sharing the idea that she has surrounded herself with people who are helping her to stay in the right mindset, right, who are helping her to be consistent, um, who are providing some education and support and accountability. So basically she has created this system around her based on her desire and her decision that it's an environment that is conducive to her growth. So those are the four interconnected pieces, desire, decision, imagination, and auto-suggestion. Okay, so I encourage you this week to really go through and think about your own story. Um, maybe you're young, you're just starting out in your journey. Maybe you've been at it for a while. Maybe you've been at it for a long while and you're thinking about the last few chapters in your life. Wherever you are, I want you to do an inventory of your life up until now and ask yourself, you know, where have, have there been major transitions and how have I handled that? And then if you're able to connect with Shannon in some way, whether it be on her Facebook page, which you can look at her past Facebook lives, which are amazing, um, or go ahead and check out her website and, and just look through those four pillars and ask yourself, hmm, which one of these could I practice in my next transition? All right, thank you so much for taking the time to, to listen to this. I do not take it lightly that you, you've listened, especially to the end. I really appreciate it. Um, go ahead and remember, take a little time to step back and to reflect and to think about you so that your life can change. So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper, and we'll catch you next time. All right, bye-bye.